Hello, welcome to the Magic Woods Podcast. This story is called The Island of Nothing at All. The next several years were happy ones for Dak and Becca. There were no more bullies at school, and they had a lot of fun with their friends. They wished life could go on that way forever. But, as always happens, things change. And one day, when they were about 10 years old in Mimi years, Dak and Becca's parents sat them down and said, Well, kids, we have something to tell you. Becca said, Are you going to have another baby? No, said their mom. No, Dad and I are getting a divorce. Dak said, What does that even mean? It means we're not going to live together anymore or be together anymore. Dak said, Why? The dad said, it's for the best. Things have changed between us. Becca said, no, we don't want you to do that. Where are you going to live? The dad said, well, I'm going to stay here on the mushroom farm. And mom said, and I will live at Westlake Academy out in Westwood. I just got a position as a professor out there. Becca said, well, where are me and Dak going to stay? You'll spend some time with me and some time with dad. The kids couldn't believe what was happening. Their whole world was about to change. The mom said, We'll all go to the Viceroy's mansion for the summer spring party next week. Now remember, the Viceroy was now Jacinda Whippoorwill, who was nice, not Catland Kingfisher. Then the mom said, And then after the summer spring party, you'll both come with me out to Westwood for the rest of the summer. Dak said, No. Dad said, uh, yes, that's how it's going to be. It's going to be okay. Dak ran to his room. For the next week, he hardly spoke to anyone. Becca was a little less upset. She had always wanted to see the wide world and was excited about visiting Westlake Academy. Well, when it came time for the summer-spring party, the Robins left the farm together as a family for the last time. They reached the city of Doolin a day later and joined the other Mimis on the lawn of the Viceroy's mansion for merrymaking and refreshments. Dak moped around the edge of the party, not speaking to anyone. And Jewel, his friend from school, hey, that rhymes, Jewel saw him and said, Hey, what's wrong? Dak said, My parents are getting a divorce. <gasps> what? Yeah, me and Becca have to live out in Westwood for the summer, and on school vacations. Jewel went, oh, I'm so sorry. Dak kicked a rock. I felt like everything was good, and now it's like the whole world's just gone upside down. He frowned at the party behind them. I just don't feel like celebrating right now. Jewel said, You know, whenever I need some time alone, I go to the island of nothing at all. Dak said, what's that? It's an island in the middle of Silver Lake. I don't even think it has an official name. That's just what I call it. No one ever goes out there. I mean, you know how Mimis are. Even the ones who have boats barely spend any time on the water. Dak said, yeah, but you like water. You love swimming. Jules shrugged. Yeah, but most Mimis don't. She smiled. This island is so cool. 
I mean, it even has a freshwater spring and a little bit of forest and tons of berry bushes. You could live out there if you wanted to. Dax said, huh? Sounds nice, actually. Jewel grabbed his arm. Come on, I'll take you there. They went to Jewel's house and got into her little canoe. Her parents were at the summer spring party, so they didn't know she had left. Neither did Dax's parents. They started off across the lake. They didn't notice that the Redcoats were in town. They saw them leaving in the boat. And Dimmy said, I wonder where are they going? Ruta said, I don't know. Let's follow them. So the Redcoats stole somebody else's canoe and finally figured out how to paddle it after going around in circles for a little while. They paddled after Dak and Jules' boat, which was far ahead of them by now. Dak and Jewel reached the island of nothing at all a little while later. They pulled the canoe up on the beach, and Dak looked around and said, Wow, it's so beautiful here, so quiet. Jewel said, I know, it's my favorite place. She took his hand. Come on, I'll show you the cliffs on the other side of the island. I like to jump off them into the water, and the sunset views are beautiful from there. Dak said, okay, and they set off. Jewel showed him her favorite parts of the island, where the freshwater spring was, and the best berry bushes, and the sunset cliffs. They didn't see the redcoats when they finally arrived on the beach. Dimmy said, oh, so what should we do? Brutus said, we'll smash their canoe. Then they'll be stranded on this island. So they smashed Jewel's boat, breaking it with rocks and kicks. And then they rowed back to shore in the canoe that they stole. Brutus said, that'll show them. Dimmy said, but what if that Dak kid runs back to the city and tells on us? Brutus said, he can't run on water. Oh yeah. But what about the girl? Isn't she supposed to be a good swimmer? Brutus looked back at the island, far behind them in the middle of the big lake. No one's that good a swimmer. Well, Dak and Jules spent a couple of hours diving off the rocks on the other side of the island. It was Dak's first time swimming, but he was a swift learner. Jewel was an incredible swimmer. She moved through the water with ease, like a porpoise. Finally, Dak said, I guess we'd better head back. Thank you for taking me here. This was fun. Jewel said, of course. Thank you for coming with me. They returned to the little beach, only to find that their canoe was destroyed. Jewel said, "What? who could have done this? Dak said, I wonder how we're going to get off the island now. Hmm. Jewel sighed, but she didn't seem that upset. Well, I guess we're stuck here now. No one even knows we're here. Dak said, yeah, we're going to have to try and survive out here. Jewel said, yeah. Dak said, okay. Well, the first thing we should do is, uh, okay, well, we're going to need food. Jewel said, and shelter. Right, right, and fire to keep us warm and to cook our food. Yes. They gathered sticks and logs to make a simple lean-to. Dak said, this will be just for right now, for tonight. Eventually, we'll make a much bigger place. Jewel said, yeah, definitely. We could make a cabin with a few rooms. Dak said, oh my gosh, that would be so cool. Jewel said, but we should make it near the freshwater spring so it'll be easy to get water. Dak said, oh yeah, good idea. Next, they started gathering berries for dinner. 
Jewel said, I saw some songbirds in the woods. Maybe I can get an egg tomorrow for breakfast. If we can get a fire going. Dak said, nice. Jewel said, I'm also pretty good at catching fish for when we need more protein. Dak said, yeah, we could use vines and a stick to make a fishing pole. Jewel said, no, no need. I wrestle them to shore. What? Yeah, I jump into the water and wrestle minnows. And then I bring them to shore. I've done it a bunch of times. Dak said, whoa, that is so cool. Jewel said, we could live out here forever if we have to. We can survive. Dak said, yes. Next, they started gathering wood for a fire. They made a little fire pit on the beach and Dak did an excellent job of piling up the sticks and kindling. Jewel said, you're good at that. Dak said, yeah, I've made a few campfires in my time. Uh, but I don't have a flint or anything to light this one with. Jewel said, you might have to use friction. So Dak got two sticks and started rubbing them together rapidly in the pile of dried grass they had placed at the bottom of the fire pit. The sun was going down, and Jewel shivered a little bit. She said, I hope we can get it going. Mm-hmm. Dak nodded grimly, his tongue sticking out as he concentrated. I know. Everything depends on whether or not we can make fire. We're not going to survive long without it, especially once winter comes, Jewel said I know. Suddenly, smoke rose from a piece of dried grass. <gasps> Dak said, blow air on it, gently, really gently. Jewel crouched down low and blew on the smoking piece of grass, very gently. And then a flame burst into life and spread to the other pieces of grass. Then it spread to some of the leaves and bits of bark. Then it spread to the twigs. Soon there was a proper fire blazing on the beach. <gasps> Dak and Jewel jumped up and down and danced around. We made fire! We made fire! They sat by the fire that night. They decided to sleep on the beach under the night sky. They ate berries and gazed up at the millions of stars shining overhead. Joel said, yeah, it's kind of crazy we're going to have to live on this island forever, but at least we've got everything we need. Dak said, yeah. But then he heard his sister's voice in his head. Dak, where are you? Nobody knows where you are. For the first time in his life, Dak ignored his sister. He sort of turned off that part of his mind so he couldn't hear her anymore. And Dak and Jewel laid on their backs on the beach, looking up at the sky and tracing new constellations in the stars. At some point, they fell asleep. When the sun rose, they were still asleep. A thin line of smoke curled upwards from the remnants of their campfire. Birds sang softly in the trees. Suddenly, a boat pulled up to the beach. On it were Dak and Becca's parents, and Becca, and Jewel's parents. Dak's mom said, oh, thank goodness we found you. Huh? Dak and Jewel roused themselves from slumber, blinking in the early morning light. Dak's dad said, we're here to rescue you. Oh. Dak and Jewel sat up. Jewel said, uh, somebody destroyed our canoe. That's how we got stranded here. Her dad said, we know. That's how we found out you were here. One of those dim-witted grackle boys let slip that they had destroyed the canoe. And Jewel's mom said, 
they were caught returning somebody else's canoe that they had borrowed without permission. Becca frowned at Dak. Why didn't you tell me where you were? Jewel and her parents looked confused by this, so Dak's mom explained. The twins are psychic. They can communicate with their minds. Really, said Jewel, looking at Dak curiously. Yeah, said Becca. You could have told me you were here and we could have rescued you earlier. Dak's ears turned red. Uh, he stammered. Jewel gave him a strange little smile. Then Jewel's parents said, Jewel, why didn't you just swim back to shore to get help? Dak's dad frowned at them. Uh, surely it's too far for anyone to swim. Jewel's mom said, oh no, not for our Jewel. She's been swimming out to this island since she was a little girl. Now it was Jewel's turn to blush. Well, that's the end of the story. The Island of Nothing at All. The next story is called The Fall of Penelopoli. Goodbye.